The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello, and welcome to the show. I am so glad that you can join me today. Today I have a special guest. His name is Peter Dennis. But before we get into what Peter has to tell us, I would like to let you all know that you can connect with me on Facebook at the Healing Whisper page. You can also connect on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, as well as my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like everybody to know that yesterday just launched my VoiceAmerica.tv show on the Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden. It is a TV show about gardening, but it's also about gardening mindfully. So I hope you can go over there and check that one out. So... Before we get with our guest, I just need to give you all this little disclaimer that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest, Peter Dennis. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. So welcome, Peter, to the show. I am glad you can join me today. Well, thank you very much, Marianne. It's a pleasure to be here. Let me tell people a little bit about you. Kind of read this this bio that you gave me. I'm going to jump over all of the uh, uh initials behind your name here (laughs) and just start to say that you are the past president of the Richmond Hill Chamber of Commerce, Human Resources Professional Association of Windsor and District, and the Ontario chapter of the International Grapho Analysis Society. You are a certified consulting hypnotist, a meditation teacher, and a personal coach. You have been a human resources executive with major businesses, organizations, and as a university lecturer and college professor. You have taught HR management, emotional intelligence, metaphysics, handwriting analysis, and self-reliance. 
you continue to write, give talks, and work with individuals. And I happen to understand, Peter, that you're quite passionate about giving talks and the speaking. Well, yes, it's always, um, I I think, uh, something that everybody enjoys when they believe they have some helpful information. They like to disseminate it, and I get that opportunity quite frequently and really enjoy it. Well, great. Now, I'd like to start out with this this question. You have such a diverse background, particularly with business and corporate, and you're also a hypnotist, a handwriting analyst, and et cetera, et cetera, and metaphysics. You teach metaphysics. So how did your life path lead you in towards the metaphysics and uh, hypnotism? Well, the hypnotism's easy. The other's a bit of a mystery, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess in my uh, HR days, I got involved with a fair bit of training. And uh, one of the programs that uh, seemed to meet with the most uh, success and um, favor with uh, the the people uh, participating was goal setting and goal achieving. And it began to dawn on me that if you could in some way unleash the unconscious mind towards goal achievement, you are really releasing something very powerful. So I learned uh, about hypnosis. I became a member of the National Guild of Hypnotists and uh, took their course. And I've been doing it for some time now. Um, It's just a fabulous way to uh, help people get from sort of where they are now to where they want to be and and bring more peace into their lives. Uh, As to the metaphysics, I don't know. I've always had an interest in that. Um, You know, from a young age, I was reading all these weird books about... uh, (laughs) Um, any subject, I guess. Metaphysics is really just uh, a branch of philosophy that deals with the non-material or the spiritual. And, okay. Uh, th- that's a big open-ended forum. Anything from extraterrestrials to uh, raising vibration, all that sort of thing. Well, now, now I understand that you did write a book about metaphysics, which then you segued that book into your current book, which we'll talk about today. This book is called Spirituality, Understanding It and Pursuing It. So actually, this leads me to the question of, so what is the difference between metaphysics and quantum physics? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's a tough one. Well, um, (laughs) yeah, metaphysics is philosophy. You can't prove anything. It's uh, the realm of speculation. Uh, You can perhaps apply logic and come to reasonable conclusions. But it's a branch of of philosophy that deals with the non-physical. Or, you know, meta means beyond uh, physics means the physical, so beyond the physical into the spiritual. And um, what was the other part of that question? Well, it, it's just what, how do you quantify with quantum physics uh, uh, and metaphysics? Because I have had people that say it, they're really kind of one in the same because quantum physics does deal with what we cannot see physically. 
Yes. Um, quantum physics is really shedding some light on many of the things that the metaphysicians or the mystics have been telling us for centuries. Uh, they're discovering in laboratories that thought actually moves matter. That location doesn't have very much to do with anything. Um, I guess the interesting thing about quantum physics to me is, at first, I don't understand it, but I... I <laughs> well, <laughs> I think even the quantum physicists don't quite understand it either. <laughs> yes, it's a moving target. Uh, the science is relatively new. Um, Einstein delved into it back in the, the 1950s or so, and it's uh, developing all the time. But uh, the interesting thing that I think we can understand is that if you were to take an electron microscope and look at anything, it could be um, your, your, the desk in front of you or your hand, you could dial it down so that you can begin to see the molecules. And if you dial it down further, you see the atoms. And then you see the electrons and the protons and the quarks and the quarks. And when you get down to the tiniest thing, that's where it becomes very mysterious. Uh, and so the scientists kind of throw their hands up and say, well, we'll just call it quantum or quanta. But what it seems to be is that these particles or waves react to the expectations of the observer meaning that um, if they expect it to behave as a wave, it will. If they expect it to behave as a particle, it will. And they have taken those ideas and, uh, I guess, pursued them a little further and found that uh, really thought does move matter. Uh, so things like uh, the law of attraction and um, some of those ideas um, are being borne out to some degree by what the particle physicists are finding. Right, and you're talking about how thought can change things. Uh, what What is the uh, cat? If the cat is in the box, that it's alive, if you think it's alive, or is it dead, if you think it's dead? <laughs> <laughs> One or the other, it, it goes both ways, so... To me, that is one of the best ways to think about how thought can, what we think, changes how everything goes. So this this kind of leads us towards your book, Spirituality, Understanding It and Pursuing It. Well, folks, it's time for the break. Don't go away. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. 
Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest is Peter Dennison. Before the break, Peter was talking about his book, Spirituality, Understanding It, and Pursuing It, and why he changed from metaphysics to spirituality. So uh, here, in all honesty, my call was dropped just before you started your explanation, Peter. So can you repeat that for me? Sure. Yes, uh, well, I did write a book called Metaphysics, um, An Adventure in Self-Discovery. And I think the term metaphysics uh, just simply wasn't understood by most people. And uh, as I explained earlier, it is a branch of philosophy, but I, I don't think anybody was willing to pay 15 or $20 to find out what it meant. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> in uh, writing a second edition, uh, I decided to go in a slightly different direction, but I also renamed it uh, Spirituality, Understanding It and Pursuing It. Um, spirituality and metaphysics, in my mind, are pretty much the same thing. Okay. So now, just can you explain exactly, in your definition, what is spirituality? Yes, there are many definitions, and if you asked a room full of people uh, for theirs, you'd probably get a different one from each individual. But uh, simply, it's just a state of existence where you're no longer physical. Our true nature is spiritual. We are, um, in a sense, a fragment of the Creator uh, called a soul, and that soul is non-physical or spiritual. But we take on um, a human body or a physical body to have a human experience. So our nature is spiritual, and um, as we evolve through this human experience, um, we expand our consciousness, our vibration increases, and we become less dense, less physical, and more and more spiritual. And ultimately, we become totally spiritual. Uh, You've heard of ascended masters and... um, Reference in the Bible to Jesus ascended, well, he Mm -hmm. became no longer physical. (laughs) He was spiritual. Okay. Right. And and so when a person experiences what they would call a spiritual event, they're actually, the way you 
just said it, their vibration has become so high that they're not really in the physical realm as much as in the spiritual realm. Is that Did I hear that correctly? Well, I think that's uh, one way, certainly, of looking at it. I think uh, some people would define a spiritual experience as a religious experience. And uh, they could be both or, or, or not. But um, yes, I, I think that's right. People do experience more of their spiritual nature at, at different times, different events. Right. And so, so it seems to me that, that one of your goals in, in this life is to help people understand that spirituality, thus the name of the book and part of the name of the book in understanding spirituality. And I found, I found it uh, fascinating where you talked about the different levels of density. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had never really heard about that sort of thing. And, um, Would you briefly describe to our audience about those different levels of density? And then I've got a question for you. Sure. Yeah, if you go back to that example of the electron microscope, um, as you dial down, you find these tiniest particles. But the spaces between the particles are immense. And the spaces are not empty. They're filled with a vibrating energy. And everything and everyone has its own unique rate of vibration. But generally speaking, the slower the vibration, the more solid or dense is the illusion. So something like a table or a chair, very solid, very physical, very low vibration. So there's various examples in the book, uh, but to just deal with a couple of them, a plant, for example, has a fairly slow vibration. It's fairly dense, quite physical, but it has a certain amount of consciousness. It knows where the sun is. It can lean in that direction. It knows where water is. It can send its roots out that way. If you raise the vibration a little more, you would get an animal. Uh, There you have more vibration yet. An animal is aware or is conscious of danger. Uh, It has affection and instincts or whatever to raise its young, to hunt in packs, things like that. Raise it even more, you come to a human who has yet more consciousness. Consciousness is just simply awareness of what's going on around you and what's going on within you. So as the vibration raises, consciousness expands. And for humans, you can have those humans who have a relatively low vibration, and they're living basically in a world of fear and guilt and shame, and life is really rough. But as you raise the vibration, life gets easier. There is more light sort of shed on their life, you might say. And ultimately it gets to a point of what we call enlightenment. And these people are deemed to be in what is known as the fourth density or the fourth dimension of consciousness, where the rest of us pretty much are in the third. Um, Anyway, um, I'm not sure if that answers your question, but it's all about vibration. As we can raise our vibration, we become less dense, less physical, and more non-physical or spiritual. And so the name of the game is... 
find ways to raise your vibration. And and so my next question regarding that is <clears throat> those people that are in the fourth dimension, uh, they're those so high a vibration that those are the individuals that are revered as extraordinarily spiritual individuals. But it almost seemed like when you were describing the dimensions that if a person is in this third density uh, dimension, um, that there was no hope for them to even manage to get close to that fourth density. Is that just me reading something into that, or can people become highly spiritual? Oh, yes, uh, definitely. Um, We are evolving. Uh, As a matter of fact, since the shift of uh, December 21st, 2012, and it wasn't precisely that date, it was kind of a time period leading up to that, and it's been a period of acceleration where humans are becoming more spiritual all the time. Uh, First of all, we are spiritual. We are souls. That's a fragment of the Creator. Um, Our essence is spiritual. Uh, But we are having a human experience for a particular reason, and the book elaborates on that. And in going through that experience, uh, we are evolving, we're becoming more and more spiritual, we're beginning to head back to where we came from, uh, more of our true nature. And um, so, yes, it's uh, within the grasp of a great many people. Um, Fourth dimensional people are walking around the planet, uh, the same as the rest of us. Um, I happen to know two of them. Uh, well, <laughs> you, can, you can Google them. Uh, Srinivas Arca is one of them, and the other is Ricardo Martinez. Uh, you can catch him at the spiritualstaircase.com. And uh, Srinivas Arca is just A-R-K-A dot com, I think. But those are two people that I think are very highly evolved. When you're in their presence, you just feel it. Uh, they have some abilities that are quite amazing. Um But I think we're all headed that way. Um, That age of consciousness that the Mayans seem to have an understanding of um, has shifted and um, things are accelerating and you can see it all around. It uh, takes maybe a little higher consciousness to notice it. But if you look at all the major systems that are existing on planet Earth right now, uh, such things as the financial system, the education system, the religious system, the medical system, the food and water system, the media system. They were all very fear-based and very restrictive in the the past, but more and more they're all opening up. Education is becoming more creative. There's alternative kinds of schools. Uh, Religion is emphasizing more outreach and community involvement and less fear of God and you are a sinner, that sort of thing. The medical profession is seeing lots of alternative methods. Food and water system has organics and reverse osmosis water. Media, everybody can play now, not just people with deep pockets. So there is a shift upon us and uh, we're evolving quickly and vibration is rising, consciousness is expanding. Well, that uh, certainly gives a lot of people a considerable amount of hope because, you know, let's be honest, if you watch the news, you only get 
bad news. And it tends to, to bring people down. But to know that there is hope for this reality that we're living in right now, that, that we are coming up in our vibration, that uh, we don't have to live in fear any longer. It, it's uh, it's what creates hope. And I'm sure that you discovered in your hypnotist career that um, a lot of things that cause fear in people is uh, memories of um, and beliefs that they carry. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, I would uh, go so far as to say that all of us are carrying around a lot of baggage uh, that we're not aware of. Uh, some from early childhood, some from previous lives. You know, if we were a victim, we're probably carrying around some anger, resentment, that sort of thing. If we were a perpetrator, we're probably carrying guilt and shame. Those are all vibration downers, and they're holding us back. So, yes, uh, hypnotherapy can frequently identify those things and release them, uh, as can other forms of uh, psychological treatment. Uh, but, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There's... Um, and uh, even uh, on a conscious level, if you examine it, um, we all have limiting beliefs. You know, we think we're not good enough sometimes. Um, things like only bad guys get rich, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I I have had guests on where they talk about the law of attraction, and basically, with the quantum physics. And really, metaphysics, if I'm correct, in that likes attract like, that you're not, if you're living in fear because of something baggage that you're carrying around, then you're going to be attracting things that will cause more of that fear. That's, that's certainly my understanding. But, uh, yeah. We need to talk about how to raise our vibration, don't we? Uh, that's the name of the game. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the law of it, you're absolutely right as well with uh, that law of attraction. That uh, Just think for a minute. Suppose you want a new car, and you've got in mind a particular type of car, and you start to think about it. You get excited about it. Your vibration is up at a certain level. Well, if you're living the rest of your life in a sense of fear and guilt and shame and, you know, everything's rough, well, your vibration's at a different level entirely. The two will never meet. Until right. you get your everyday vibration up to the same level as the vibration created by the excitement of that goal, uh, it's going to be a disconnect. Right. So the law of attraction is a law of vibration. You know, very, very, uh, very well put. And, um, you know, Peter, it, it's time for a break again. So uh, let's talk about raising the vibration, ways to raise that vibration after the break. So, sure. folks, don't go away. <laughs>
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show, and my guest today is Peter Dennis, and we are talking about spirituality, understanding it, and pursuing it. So, just before the break, we were talking a little bit about raising our vibration. But folks, before we get into how, maybe we should ask why we should pursue spirituality or why should we raise our vibration? Yes, there really aren't very many shoulds in all of this. Um, no angel is going to come down, and tap you on the shoulder, and start uh, telling you to start moving. Uh, you know, it's uh, something that we do kind of naturally. Uh, imagine, for example, you're in grade three, and in grade three they teach addition and subtraction, but in grade four they teach multiplication and division. Well, you're sitting in grade three and you've nailed addition and subtraction. Well, you want to go through it for another year? Sure, you're going to. Go through addition and subtraction again. And if you want, you can do it again. But sooner or later, we're going to get pretty bored with that. And it's just our nature to learn and to move on to new things. So whether we decide we want to pursue spirituality or we don't, sooner or later, we're probably going to get interested in it. Everybody's on a spiritual path. Some just don't know it. Right. And and so it, it's kind of like telling a a one-year-old, you're going to be physically a one-year-old for the rest of your life, and you will never become a two-year-old. Well, that's just not the way nature works. So to be spiritually um, in the low vibration, it just doesn't work for to stay in the low vibration, is it? it 
Is that a good analogy? Yeah, it's a very good analogy. I'll probably steal it and use it. <laughs> well, yes, you you may steal that. It's it's just off the top of my head. So we know that it, it's kind of like not a choice, but it it's just is to pursue spirituality. And so for those of us that choose to pursue it quicker, like your third grade analogy, rather than just staying in third grade, maybe you do a half a year in fourth grade and then a half a year in fifth grade. Pursue it quickly rather than at the pace, a slow pace. So what are some of those ways to pursue that raising of our vibration? Mm-hmm. Well, um, first of all, it helps to understand what it is that's blocking our um, progress. And uh, there are a number of things. We mentioned uh, limiting beliefs and uh, some of the baggage that's buried rather deeply within us. Uh, Another is the ego. Uh, The ego is designed to kind of be a, a false identity Uh, You know, our real identity is that we are part of the creator. Um, But we're playing a game of separation or exploring experiences and separation from the creator and each other. That gives us a certain amount of pain and a bit of an identity crisis. And in wondering who we really are, uh, the ego steps in and says, I am who you are. (laughs) And the ego is really designed to keep our vibration at a level that we refer to as the third density or the third dimension of consciousness. And it does that in various ways. It has, um, at least I've identified, um, or actually one of these uh, enlightened people, Ricardo Martinez, identified for me, uh, the need to understand, the need to be right, the focus on the future and the past the focus on what's wrong, the focus on what's going on outside of us rather than what's going on within us. Those are all ego traps, and I think we all can identify with a few of those. I, I know the, right, <laughs> the need to be right is one of the ones I'm working on. Uh, <laughs> so the ego is one of the things that uh, is keeping our vibration down, and if we understand that, then we can start to work against that. That we can say, look, uh, we don't always have to be right. <laughs> Maybe the other person's right, or at least it's their point of view. It's just as valid as my point of view. Well, uh, one of the ways that I have understood the ego is that it, it's rather there to protect us. It's uh, something that, well, you have this belief, and if you step outside that belief, it's not safe. That's one of its tricks, yeah. It, um, it is fear-based, and uh, yes, it uh, wants us to feel afraid to advance, and, and it wants to preserve the status quo. It wants to keep us in the third density for as long as it takes to learn all the lessons and have all the experiences that we came here to have. You know, so it's our friend in a sense. You can look at it from a third density standpoint and say, well, this, this is an evil character that's uh, trying to hold me back. 
But from a, a higher perspective, if you, you might say, no, we designed this to keep us in the third density for as long as it takes for us to learn the lessons and have the experiences of the third dimension of consciousness. And when we are ready to graduate, we will. And we'll say goodbye, good friend. Thank you for doing your job. So if we want to accelerate that process, just realize what the ego's job is, and we can start to maneuver around it. We don't have to always be right. We don't have to understand everything, you know, that, that kind of thing. We can focus more on the now and not the past and the future. The other um, major area I mentioned earlier, these six systems, from a third density viewpoint, you would look at these systems and say, oh, these are awful. They're, they're all fear-based. They're keeping our vibration low. This is a bad thing. But from a higher perspective, you look at them again and you say, no, we created these again to keep our vibration in the third density so that we can learn and experience all the things that we came here to do. And now we're beginning to break out of that. And we can see evidence around us as to how these things are all shifting and uh, we can get on board and, and start to behave in some of these more enlightened ways. Um, so I think to begin the idea of a spiritual growth or development, it's good to understand what's holding us back and uh, we can develop strategies to deal with that. But then there's some other uh, really powerful things, uh, meditation, for example. Okay. Um, we don't understand everything about meditation. There's all kinds of scientific studies that tell us, yeah, it's good for our health. It helps our reaction time, our resistance to disease, uh, a whole number of things. But the major thing that they don't measure so easily is um, it helps us raise our consciousness. Um, you look at uh, long-time meditators, and over time they have changed. They are more relaxed. There's more peace in their lives. Life is just easier for them. Right. Um, but, you know, the bottom line here is engage in thoughts and behaviors that give you peace. If what you're doing is giving you peace, keep doing it. If it doesn't, then look around for something else and uh, find something that does give you peace. Um, that's a very simple formula. And uh, you might have noticed at the end of the video on the secret uh, the author is drawing in the sand with a stick, and she says it very quietly, and I think it goes by a lot of people, but she says the most important thing is to be happy. Well, I think the, we, we have this built-in guidance system called the emotions, and all the emotions fall into one of two camps, either those that make us feel good or those that make us feel bad. And as long as we are doing things and thinking thoughts that make us feel good, then we're raising our vibration. Right. And and you also mention in your book other things that help raise the vibration, uh, like like different foods, for yes. example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, think of spiritual development as a three-legged stool, mind, body, spirit. And uh, oh. many people uh, ignore the body. But drinking clean water distilled water, reverse osmosis water, or filtered as well as you can get it, uh, is a vibration raiser. Dr. Emoto from Japan uh, and Stephen Pollack from the U.S. has uh, done a lot of experimentation on that. And uh, Stephen Pollack, I highly suggest his book called Heal Thyself, um, talks about how water molecules have memory, and science knows that, and um, they can carry thought. 
Um, I won't go into what the book does, but um, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah, it is incredibly fascinating. Uh, Dr. Emoto just recently passed away, at least a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll remind people that on my YouTube channel, I have videos from Dr. Emoto's as well as Dr. Pollock's experiments mm-hmm. and work with water. And it is just fascinating. And it's so important since we are mostly water in our makeup. Yes. And food as well. You know, food was originally designed to give us energy. Uh, today it isn't. It's designed for convenience and it's designed for taste. Um, however, the body <laughs> requires the energy. The energy comes from the sun and the nutrients come from the ground. So if we can eat things that we pick off a vine or uh, pull out of the ground, they've got life force in them and they give us energy. Things that are manufactured in a factory or dead animals, they give us a certain amount of energy because everything is energy, but uh, it probably takes more energy to process them or digest them (laughs) than it does. That's why we want a nap after a big meal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so while we are talking about uh, your vibration, and here just a couple of minutes before our break, uh, you mentioned hypnosis to raise vibration. Can you just begin to tell us a little bit how you have used hypnosis? Yes, mostly it's uh, to go back and find some event that is causing the individual today to live in kind of a fear-based, I guess not very productive way. I get clients who are highly stressed or clients who are stuck, and usually there's a reason for that. And uh, sometimes it's buried rather deeply because the mind has the capability of protecting us by suppressing things to a point where they become repressed and we don't really know they're even there. Uh, So hypnosis can uncover those sometimes and uh, help uh, the client to release them. And then there's a, a real lightening up after that and vibration takes a kind of a jump forward. So, so you're actually, uh, digging down deep to find uh, memories that they have and beliefs that they have. Um, Would you consider this going down to a cellular level? Uh, I don't really know, Mary. (laughs) I'll give you an example. Uh, Here's a client who was stuck, had no initiative, couldn't finish anything, just really frustrated and didn't know why. So in regression, she was regressed back to age five. Uh, She was a little girl in a classroom, and the teacher said something kind of silly, and she interpreted it as, I'm not good enough. Ah, She carried that belief with her all through life, and here she was, 40 years old, and just stuck. Stuck. It was a 40-year-old in hypnosis. She could go back, and uh, I could ask her things like, well, what do you think the teacher meant? Um, or what are some of the options of what the teacher could have meant? Well, she could have um, didn't like the other kids, had a fight with her husband, was having a bad day. Is it reasonable that you would interpret this as I'm not good enough? Not really. Can you let it go? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you forgive the teacher? Sure. Can you forgive yourself for carrying that silly idea around? Okay. You know, you go through all that. It's a little more elaborate than that, but... Um, you know, that's basically it, and all of a sudden, problem solved. 
Right, right. And in, yet, like you said earlier, uh, we do carry a lot of baggage, and it, it can take some work to uh, release that baggage. Let's talk a little bit more about that after the break, Peter. Sure. Don't go away, folks. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase with my guest, Peter Dennis, who wrote a wonderful book about spirituality, understanding it, and pursuing it. And... Just before the break, uh, Peter was telling us a little bit about how hypnosis can help us release some of those beliefs and thoughts that we've got about ourselves. And uh, there are ways to do hypnosis with yourself. I, You know, you, you see online all the time self-hypnosis. But Peter, I, I know being a, a professional, you might say the best thing is for an individual to seek out the help of a licensed hypnotist. Would that be correct? (laughs) Well, being one of those animals, I would definitely agree. (laughs) However, uh, in fairness, meditation is very similar to hypnosis. And meditation is something you can do yourself. You know, the physiology and... um, the chemistry of what happens in meditation is identical to what happens in uh, hypnosis. Uh, it's just that with a practitioner sitting beside you, uh, for example, if I was sitting with you and you were the client, 
I would be operating out of my conscious mind and I could be evaluating, making decisions, asking new questions where you in your unconscious mind would be a little dozy and uh, you wouldn't be that analytical. So, um, yes, you can advance an agenda a lot quicker with a hypnotist, but um, you can accomplish quite a bit by getting into a meditative state and then using affirmations, especially along with visualization. The unconscious mind loves visuals. So if you want a new car, you create a little movie of that new car, and in a state of meditation, you see that car and you experience the feelings of that car, the, the new car smell, the sound of the engine roaring, all that kind of stuff. Get excited about it. And um, you'd be surprised at um, how you can begin to accelerate manifestation. And um, I, I would say, though, that um, the hypnotist can do things like um, identify uh, by regression, either age regression or past life regression, uh, some of the uh, sensitizing events that uh, may have started a present-day problem. And also, um, wouldn't a hypnotist be able to be um, act as a safer guide for an individual with, say, for example, PTSD? Uh, yeah, there there are some areas where, um, as a hypnotist, uh, I would want to see a physician's uh, note saying that it would be safe to go ahead with um, hypnosis. Um, now, I happen to have a son with uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome, and uh, I'm a little uh, aware of what's involved there. Um, I guess each case is individual and you'd have to evaluate it. Um, Both hypnosis and uh, meditation, in my experience anyway, have been extremely safe. The the worst thing that's ever happened is somebody's fallen asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And that's because I'm sure they were a bit sleep deprived and the body was just... That that happens in this world. <laughs> it certainly does. Well, Peter, that this this is great to help raise our vibration. And uh, you mentioned in your book several, a few other things to help raise vibration. And uh, can you just briefly mention those? And we need to let people know how to get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the ways first uh, aromatherapy. Um, either essential oils or some of the floral essences, they are very high vibration substances. And um, if you're in the presence of something that is high vibrational, it will tend to pull your vibration up. Uh, the same as if you're in the presence of a highly evolved individual, uh, they will pull up the vibration of those in the room. Uh, so aromatherapy is uh, very powerful. Uh, simple things that individuals can do is just accepting more and judging less. Uh, being grateful. Um, you know, they say the best prayer is a prayer of gratitude because the vibration is much higher than a prayer of, uh, please, God, give me this, give me that. You know, it's uh, it comes from want. It comes from fear. Um, So uh, a prayer of gratitude or just expressing gratitude to other people and and feeling it. But then uh, the bottom line really is any thoughts and any behaviors that make you feel good, they're going to raise your vibration. And engage in those as much as you can. 
Uh, some people say, well, yeah, it's tricky or it's difficult to always be thinking positive thoughts. Yes, it is, but it's a habit and, and uh, you can change habits. Um, there's a couple techniques in the book, but one of them is just when you catch yourself uh, thinking something negative, just say switch. And you'll catch yourself and go to your favorite thought or have one in reserve that you can go to or a pleasant scene or something like that. Uh, you can control your thoughts. They're just a little difficult to tame sometimes. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, just um, hanging around. Um, people laugh. You know, Norman Cousins laughed himself back to health after being diagnosed with terminal cancer. Get rid of attachments. You know, right. some, of the, some of the emotional attachments we have are dragging us down. Help others. There's uh, some body of evidence that those who have ascended, and there are many of them, you can Google ascended masters and you'll find quite a number of them, uh, that in their last life before ascending, they seem to be very engaged in helping others, kind of Mother Teresa types. I see. Well, now, uh, how can people get a hold of you, Peter? Yeah, I'm in Canada, and I imagine most of your audience is in that uh, foreign country to the south. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, the audience here with Voice America is worldwide. So, hey, check it out. (laughs) I have a website, and uh, that's probably the easiest way. Um, It's just uh, www.peterhdennis, two N's in Dennis, dot com. And uh, from there... Um, you know, if you want to experience hypnosis, uh, you're going to have to come to my house in Richmond Hill, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but you're going to fly me somewhere. Um, but I think for uh, purchasing the book, you can get it from me through the website. Um, uh, my distributor is Quanta, Q-U-A-N-T-A dot C-A. Uh, they can get it to you or tell you the bookstore near you that carries it. Okay. It's uh, an ebook. You can get that from anybody. Um, you know, the iStore, the Sony Store, Barnes and Noble, uh, Amazon. They all carry the ebook. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very wonderful. Well, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show with me today. And uh, as usual, I'd like to let everybody know you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, the healingwhisper.com. I'd also like to remind everybody about my voiceamerica.tv show about gardening mindfully. And Peter, you mentioned earlier about how uh, foods and grown foods, self-grown foods will raise your vibration and we'll learn how to do that on that voiceamerica.tv show. And uh, As always, I want to remind everybody about a very wise individual that lived a few thousand years ago. His name was King Solomon, and he wrote in his book of Proverbs, and uh, Proverbs 4.23, he talked about guarding the heart. The heart meaning the, I love you with all my heart, heart, not that beating heart. And he said, above all, All else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Folks, it's about raising the vibration of your heart. 
And so, until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management. 